Welcome to the Hustling with Haysom podcast, where we discuss the stories of entrepreneurs, risk takers, and professionals who have made shifts in their careers and are on the cusp of something big. Hey everyone, uh, this is another episode of the Hustling with Haysom podcast. I would drop the episode number, but I honestly don't know which one this is. I've, I've been kind of recording a lot this week. Um, I got, I got guess Krishna. So here, this is where, I, in my head, you're Krishna. Yeah. This yeah. is all I'm going to talk to you about. But uh, yeah, go ahead and introduce yourself, Krish. Sure. I'm uh, Krish, a.k.a. Krishna, like Hasan yeah. said, uh, Dokia. Um, yeah, SVP of Marketing at Kind Lending, CEO and founder of Good Marketing Magazine. Always, always, always on the hustle, like Team Portnoy on his uh, on Hasten's jer- uh, shirt there. But uh, been marketing, gosh, 22, 23 years, not telling of my age. But uh, Hasten and I have uh, a little backstory, right? Yep. What yep. is that, dude? And we went to yeah, it's funny. We went we went to high school together. Um, middle school and high school. Shit. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> it was earlier than that. Um, so yeah, we we've kind of known each other for a while. Um, and a- after kind of school, we kind of went our separate ways, but like, it just, the last couple of years, like you recently, mm-hmm. you recently moved out of Georgia, but the last couple of years, just, just like random, Hey, meet me here. I have an idea. And yeah. on the flip side, it's like, I have an idea. Let's talk about this. So we kind of stayed somewhat connected and mm-hmm. okay, with, with kind of social media, I, I can see what's going on, but now it's like, he, he, he just, yeah, what you just said, he just started a, um, he has a new startup. Um. We we talked about uh, join myself joining and just th- things did not work out um, schedule wise. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll kind of get into that in the second half. Um, so sure. that's a uh, yeah. So let me talk about it. So it, it, I know you as Krishna. I am. I, Krishna. I know you as Krishna for for forever. So I see Krish. I, I know you kind of probably just shortening up. But is there a story behind it, or you just said, "Hey, I'm an adult now"? <laughs> yeah. No. You know, it's it's um. It, what's funny is. Gosh, authenticity. We talk, I talk about authenticity and personal branding and all of these things. And I don't know that I knew that I was doing that yeah. uh, on, on the front end of it. A great question. No one's ever asked me that. Um, <laughs> and it's like, at this point, it's changed so much so that, you know, my nickname per se, uh, that I kind of like my ears perk up if anyone says Krishna yeah, outside yeah. of my mom, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think that out of high school, uh, sorry, more more so out of, out of college, I kind of re- wanted to reinvent myself, right? Okay. And and it's, a, you know, as I started my marketing career and uh, aspirations of moving up and moving up quick and doing all these things, it it truly is a balancing act. Um, you know, I don't want to play the minority card or any of those types of things, but you'll see, and I've spoken to a number of professionals over the years that have kind of followed suit as well. It's like, oh, you know what? Like, I didn't want people to assume that I was this or that, the yeah. other based on my name. Correct. And, and so if I had to kind of pinpoint exactly the whys now as an adult, the whys are essentially, you know, shortening it up, making it more convenient for yeah. others yeah. and trying to be, you know, and then you're talking about being genuine and authentic. Well, then I changed my, well, not changed legally. Yeah. I never legally changed my name, Correct. but uh, professionally, it's been crush. Uh, so yeah, that's that's kind of the the, the inner workings of, of probably why it happened, okay. and it stuck with me. I know I saw a podcast that you did here recently, where you know you knew someone as a certain yeah, name as I, well. I, I can't I can't <laughs> drop it. I can't like I don't care what it is. If I know you, I'm going to call you by that. And then it's like 
uh, it's, it's Courtney, Courtney, and Coco, yeah, Courtney, but Coco, like, yeah. I'm like Courtney and like, who's, who's Courtney? I'm like, what do you mean? Who's Courtney? This is Courtney. Yeah. Uh, it, but, it's but, yeah, it's it's funny because like again, my, my name is unique, and like I remember back um, getting into the kind of getting into the workforce, I had to on my resume put in like my name right mm-hmm. below that U.S. citizen. Sure, like it's, it, it sounds counterintuitive, but there's a lot of companies I don't know legal or not. If there's two candidates, one needs sponsorship, one doesn't. Guess what? They're going over here, so I have to do that. And and my my parents are like, oh yeah, when, once you kind of graduate college, you could change your name. I was like, yeah, well, first of all, I could change my name regardless, but like, I, like, what would I go by? Right. A John? Like, I'm not a John. Like, I'm not, I'm not a John at this. So it's like, let me kind of stick it, stick with it. But like, it, it has kind of morphed over the years. I mean, a lot of folks just call me H now and yeah. they know my name. They say it right. It just, it's just, it's easier. What's um, interesting is now that like, um, you know, like say Instagram and Facebook and some of these social platforms are requesting your, your legal name. Uh, for verification and, and the blue check mark, if you will. Correct. And yeah. so on social, on inst- on my Instagram, it now does say Krishna. Okay. And it's, uh, and you know, no, no one's throwing their hands up. It's like, oh, I don't want to connect with you anymore. Because yeah. You yeah. It. It's so I had all these misconceived conceptions yeah. of, of uh, but you know, times have changed as well. hundred percent. Yeah. Times have changed. And again, again, I've been, I've been in the seat as well, the hiring seat and like, I, I could look past it, but I've also met colleagues that like, oh yeah, it's just, it's, it, it's, it's more difficult. Right. Um, so cool. So after, let me, let me kind of get into, so we, we, we both went to college, different colleges, but I remember this is early days on Facebook. Like, were you an official club promoter? Is that how you kind of got into this? But I remember seeing the, the Chucky photos and you over here at East Andrews. I'm like, what the hell is he doing? But yeah, let's tell, tell us about kind yeah, of early yeah, on. I, uh, I, so I thought I was a DJ for a long time. So in college, <laughs> uh, actually in high school, and then in college, I you know started messing around with music and um, not musically inclined whatsoever. So I kind of it led me to play other people's music. Okay. Um, and I did you know so in college, uh, my freshman year, I went to Valdosta State University down okay. south, and I had my own radio show on te- on, on on closed circuit. Now I transferred to Georgia State and got into the television. Uh, closed circuit television. Coincidentally, I'm going to name drop. Uh, Ludacris had his radio show at the same time as I, I had my TV show on campus okay. at Georgia State. I wonder who got so more, more ratings. <laughs> yeah. And so it was like we did like this underground hip hop thing. But the DJ thing kind of led to a meeting, going to clubs and, you know, the nightlife industry. Yeah. Um, but what was interesting is, you know, back then there wasn't a lot of social media platforms. It was Friendster, ReFriends, High Five, and MySpace, I think, was yeah. new at the time. And uh, so I started getting early in on the spammy, <laughs> spam marketing, if you will, from text message, uh, building a MySQL database and, and, and you know, doing this, like sending birthday uh, emails, like automation. Okay. Um, and so it was all about lead gen at that point, even. Yeah. I just didn't were, know what the title was. Were you was. working for a bar club own, or consulting? I had my own startup. Um, okay. but I had my okay. own company. It was called Mindset Atlanta. Okay. Um, and so we had the website and, you know, all the branding, all the marketing. And we, I was designing all the flyers and, you know, pages on MySpace and, uh, all of this stuff. But I, I, I would, I would venture to say I was one of the first ones to start the text messaging. Okay. Uh, hey, don't, you know, free before 11 type of thing. Yeah. And they have the kind of the payment model structure of how promoters get paid. At the height of it, I had maybe 
on average, at least one party at night, seven days a week in Atlanta. Uh, I had upward of 30 sub promoters that worked for me. Oh, wow. Um, and I had, you know, DJs that were like uh, aligned with, with my promotion. So if it was my party itself or like my specific party, I was able to have my own people there, but opera and, you know, all these, all the big clubs of the, of the, our heyday, uh, I had some involvement in them, um, all the way down to Miami, Florida. I did some stuff in London, England, uh, Chicago, LA. And it really was, uh, kind of an expansive network at that point. Okay. Um, but that was also my segue into truly getting into marketing because I have an accounting and finance background. <laughs> what? So I get, it sounds, I mean, it sounds like things are going well. Um, you got, you, you were scaling out. I mean, you had 30 sub promoters. Like what? I know you're still not doing that. So yeah. what, 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 what happened there? Well, I, um, you know, I, for me, it was, Hey, I did not want to be a 40 year old nightclub promoter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. like who who wants that? You know, that's you're, you're, the old, you're the old guy in the club. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember seeing those creepy old guys yeah. at the clubs. Um, and you know, to be authentic and to be genuine, um, I had a drinking problem as well, so I might as well mention that piece because yeah. I'm not shy about it. Because I got sober around that uh, when I got out of that business. Uh, I mean, I mean, so, the, the, the drinking was. I mean, it, it's funny to be in that business. You cannot not drink, right? It's right, almost right. like it goes hand in hand, and just leading down that path. And yeah, the good thing yeah. is, I mean, you're, you're cognizant to, um, I don't want to harp on this, but like, did, w- w- was it you waking up and like, Hey, I need to make a change or was it like an intervention or no, I got in parties? trouble. I got oh, in got trouble. trouble. It's no, no, no. Okay. You know, I was getting myself into trouble. I was making okay. <laughs> poor decisions. I was, um, you know, but you, you, in that, in that world, um, you know, there's a lot of benefit and I saw the benefit, right. The connection and networking, yeah with celebrities and all of these things, right? Uh, venture capitalists even, right? They're all there. Um, and a lot of the folks that uh, I met then, I'm still friends with today, and a lot of them have gone on to do some incredible things in, with their careers and in their lives. On the flip side, there's only so many people that you can know that ha- you know have accidents with DUIs and, and, and you know hurt someone else or hurt themselves. And so yeah. it, it, was, it was a very pressing kind of decision-making um, a moment, and there wasn't one defining moment. It was a culmination okay. of things that led okay. us there, or led me there. But while I was doing that, I remember, and I know you didn't ask me this, but the way I truly got into the lead generation component of marketing—that was truly my start of my my career at that point—was I uh, I had a buddy of mine uh, that got a DUI. And he needed an attorney. I luckily I knew an attorney that was actually frequenting the clubs and stuff. So I made that connection. This person didn't have enough money to pay the attorney. So as a friend, I was like, Hey, I'm going to build you a website and a lead gen form and I'm going to help you out to the attorney. And so he got out. He, you know, he didn't have to pay, hooked him up. And he, and this DUI attorney, criminal defense attorney connected me with his whole group of. DOI attorneys oh, wow. and I built them all these lead generation portal websites. Yeah. And, uh, and that was the start of it. Right. Okay. And that was like, you know, I started really consulting for criminal defense attorneys. Yeah. Um, which then lead, led into real estate. Interesting. So when you're doing all this stuff, most likely in the evenings, did you also have a full-time job or this was yeah. your yeah. main job? Yeah. What were you doing? What so, were you doing um, then? So I was a commercial lender for SunTrust. Uh, okay. I was a customer service rep for uh, 
small bank called Tucker Federal, which is now okay. RBC Centura. So, so your your days are packed, huh? Yeah, I was, are, uh, I was a workaholic. You you'll find that about addicts, honestly, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, whether whether you went down that path of alcoholism or, or some other yeah. you know substance, or you just put yourself out there in your in your in your career, uh, we're all some sort of addict. And, uh, you know, wh whether we obsess about our work, our, uh, our, our output, um, you know, so that was me, right? So I worked these day jobs that for a while I was doing marketing at Waffle House. I did marketing for Ruby Tuesday corporate. I've done a lot of different things. Uh, but at the root of it was, you know, I knew I wanted to be an independent marketer. So I consulted for years sure. before I actually landed in the corporate world. So you got so you got sober. Mm -hmm. did, did that kind of I mean correlate with um, your your startup kind of I mean were you still doing the promotion? Yeah, no, sober. I got completely out of that, and by then, by the time I was truly sober and, and really reengaged in life okay. and the zest of it all, um, there was a step. So I was in uh, real estate marketing by then, and uh, again showing agents and, and broker shops how to lead them and convert, right? Um, and But while I was doing that, and I was such an advocate for social media, right? I was a, I was a poster child for social. I had utilized it in the, in the nightclub promotion world. And then I, you know, utilized it to build, build my own business and my own credibility in the marketing world. But there was a lot of negative, right, around social media. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, as parents, you and I are both parents, and we always worry about what our kids are going to see or do exactly. based on social media. There's just a lot of mean people yep. out there. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's easier to be a bully. Yeah, online, exactly. Behind yeah. a computer versus that, in real life. Yeah. My mom, right? My mom, she actually, funny enough, she had, she's born, in, I mean, raised in the UK, but has an Indian accent. And she goes, don't put it on the Facebook is yeah. one thing she would always tell me, right? <laughs> like we take a family photo. Don't put it on the Facebook with, with yeah. kind of some kind of like worry about what's going to happen with that, yeah. with that image. So at that time, when I got sober, I, I wanted to do more uh, outside of just my career to give back. I think that's a common human uh, yeah. component of what we should do is give back. Right. And I actually got involved in pediatric cancer awareness okay. out of the blue. So things are different. You see things different when you're sober, mm -hmm. obviously. And um, I saw this little girl on social media whose dad happened to know my brother-in-law something and a five-year-old girl who was the same age as my niece at the time who was fighting uh, Ewing sarcoma. Okay. And I basically got on uh, this own, my own personal mission. I was like, you know what? I'm going to fundraise. Yeah. And if you're from Atlanta, you're familiar with Stone Mountain. I started climbing Stone Mountain, Georgia. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, I would post it on my Instagram and put the hashtag, you know, uh, hashtag Stone Mountain, hashtag Childhood Cancer, hashtag Climb Number One or whatever. I decided I was going to climb the mountain a hundred times that summer. I'm not a very, you know, buff, fit yeah. athlete <laughs> yeah. or whatever. But I, I canceled the gym membership that I never went to and uh, started climbing Stone Mountain. I used to pass it on the way to work. And... Um, I was going to donate five bucks each climb and I was going to raise five bucks each climb. Okay. Um, and Stone Mountain reached out to me. Oh, nice. Right. Or, or their partner, their, their, yeah. their, uh, theme park company that owns them now and said, Hey, why do you, why do you keep checking into Stone Mountain and posting this thing? And I told them. So they sent out 11 alive news and they did this whole piece and I'd climbed the mountain every, 
almost every day, the whole summer, sometimes multiple times a day in the heat. And I have a little banner. It's all about marketing. Yeah. Right. It's pure childhood yeah. cancer. And I picked some organization. It was Cure in Atlanta. And I was like, I'm going to fundraise for them. They didn't know I wasn't affiliated with them. Yeah. Um, my goal again was to raise like, I don't know, a grand. Okay. We raised 30,000 bucks, right? Because it got on the news and all these families wow. came to climb the final yeah. climb. Second year I did it. I think we did $300,000. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. the next year, like I was doing, I was by then I was painting and doing. So I mentioned that because I utilize social media to do good. And there's a lot yeah. of good that can come 100%. from yeah. social media. And, and that's the point I was trying to prove, right? Whether it's advocacy, whether it's, uh, you know, just regular fundraising, whether it's Girl Scout cookies, whatever, mm-hmm. you can utilize it for more than just the the negative commentary that exists that we'll never go with. Yeah, that makes sense. Did you meet your wife on a climb? What's that? Did you meet your wife on a climb? Or yes, okay. I sure did. Right. Um, the second <laughs> year I did it, she had a friend that died of a, a brain tumor when she was in high school, and uh, she came to support her friend and her fam, her friend's family. And she climbed the entire summer with me, and I was oh, no wow. escaping this little short redheaded girl. Yeah. Uh, now she's stuck with you. Now she's stuck with you. I was like, hey, let's just, <laughs> let's just do this thing. Let's get married sometime. Oh, uh, so, yeah. But <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I mean, that's good. I mean, it's funny because I remember seeing, it's funny because again, I, I didn't talk to you much back then, but just like on social media, I'm like, all right, this guy is drunk at the club one night. And then a few months later, a few years later, he's 11 Alive is interviewing him. Like, what the hell is this guy doing? So, <laughs> Yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, again, you have a pretty unique story using your your, your marketing branding skills for for good. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it looks like man, you've been in the the housing. I said, do you consider yourself the housing industry or yeah, yeah, okay. housing and real estate? Yeah, okay. I mean, you you you've been you've been there for a while. I mean, you're doing. I mean, last time I talked to you in person, uh, I mean, you're you're you had teams of teams of teams working for you. So mm-hmm. things are going good there, but then. A few months ago, you approached me like, "Hey, I'm doing a startup," mm-hmm. um, and it's all right. Let me let me hear more. We talked about it. Um, yeah, unfortunately, things could not work out between me and you. Just kind of timing. I have other projects kind of going on, but now I'm seeing what you're doing, and like Dude, I, I love the you. logo. <laughs> I, I, it's, it's just like I see it from a distance. And I'm like, oh shit, this is kind of he has something, and, and it's going. Uh, you, you want to talk about that? Just where did that sure, come out sure. from? Yeah, you know, I think I think it's um, you know, all this pent up stuff that marketers experience throughout their careers, right? Um, is what the company good comes from. Um, you know, there's no description. It's truly a marketing ecosystem, right? That okay. we're trying to create. We are creating. But, you know, over the years, the challenges, the rebuttals, the, the, uh, the, uh, you know, this, the bit politics of, of, of it all. And every industry faces this. But marketing specifically, because we're so kind of agnostic from, from the, the organization that you serve, right? We know that a marketer today that is, I don't know, the graphic designer for a mortgage company could also be the graphic designer for PepsiCo tomorrow. Yeah. Right. And vice versa. We, we more than even technology marketing is truly versatile and can really pick up and, and, and place in any type of industry. Yeah. Um, and, but unfortunately, as of right now, uh, until good, 
there isn't one unique uh, or one kind of one-stop shop, if you will, for content and 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 industry news geared towards marketing. Okay. So the good marketing uh, good marketing podcast, good marketing company or the good marketing startup, if you will, is a multi-phase project. Right. It's it's not just our marketing magazine is part of the, the ecosystem and it's the gateway, the entryway to a plethora of tools um, and, and experiences for marketers to, to kind of uh, jump on to. Uh, so we want to not just create an army of marketers. Right. And, 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 and arm them with content. That's great. Right. Yeah. But you can literally go to this podcast. You can go. Uh, to YouTube, you can go anywhere you want and be self-taught on marketing and, and yeah. fare pretty well. Yeah. Um, but what we want to be able to do is provide uh, folks that, uh, you know, the young generation that's that's com- and coming in, and this isn't the, maybe it is the whole Elon Musk, hey, college sucks, college isn't for everyone. Yeah. You don't need college taught, but it is, hey, you know, you can kind of survive and get into marketing without a marketing degree yeah. uh, to a certain degree. Uh, and we want to help folks along and, 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 and realize the, uh, the, 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 the benefit and the passions that are, exist around marketing. It's truly unique. And Hasem, you know, when even when you and I spoke in person a couple of years ago, since then, marketing has changed. It is yeah. a daily change. Uh, but we haven't seen this much change in the industry. Uh, so in the last five years, more AI, more um, yeah. machine learning, more technology that yeah. now we're marketing technology, MarTech, uh, than ever before. And it's yeah. absolutely insane. It's really connected the dots, right? Your videographer to your content writer to your, uh, you know, your, your, your executive. Everyone is involved in a certain capacity and, and, and it's less siloed than it was before as well. Yeah. yeah. So. There's also, I mean, it's it's interesting. So, you, I mean, you named a couple of things that kind of accelerated this industry, but like the pandemic definitely helped too. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> the pandemic got moving, I mean, got things kind of shifted along a little, a little faster. Yeah, it's no secret that like um, the pandemic has helped all of us realize whether you're a startup or whether you're, whether you're an executive at an organization, realize how much talent truly exists out there. Yeah. And the accessibility of that talent. I mean, we are no longer bound to, you know, hiring that person just because they're in the office, whether it's remote or hybrid. I don't care. We're getting them. And there's a lot of cost savings involved in that yeah, world as definitely. well. Definitely. It's so it's it's interesting. So so again, the marketing. So I mean this happened yesterday. I talked to one of my friends yesterday um to help us with a logo. Like, hey, let's mm-hmm. kind of update our logo, this and that. And then we kind of went off a tangent. He's like, yeah, I, I do video. I do copywriting. I do this. So it's like the, the paradigm of the silos. I mean, if you're, mm-hmm. if you're a true marketer, right, you, you're going mm-hmm. to, again, you may not be the master of making videos, editing right. videos, but you, hopefully you'll know someone, but you'll have that direction. So it, it kind of opened our eyes yesterday. Like, oh, shit, this guy, uh, his name is Ethan. He can do everything. And mm-hmm. he even said, he's like, look, if I don't know how to do it, I'm just going to use chat GPT and it's right. going to help me understand what you're trying to do. Um, I mean, those, those AI tools, that's where what's going to happen in a few, I, I don't want to say a few years, in a few days, in a few weeks, but like, if you're good, you're good. Like, mm-hmm. I don't give a shit about the AI, but you're going to, you're, going to, you're not, you're not scared of AI. 
You're going to right. utilize that to make you 10x better, 20x better. Do you? I know kind of housing sometimes the industry mortgage is kind of back in the day, like it's always mm -hmm. um, catching up. Are you seeing the use of AI like today, tomorrow? Okay, so there was a really interesting article yesterday. So Stratmore Group, uh, one of the marketing uh, mortgage consultancies uh, that exists, did a research, did some research, and there was, uh, I think it was incrementally low. I think at the beginning of the year when AI was the, the just a killer buzzword, right, for yeah. everyone, but especially mortgage, uh, you know, there was like this confidence boost that like, you know, the, the folks that they queried said that I think 47% of them said that they're going to implement AI this year. Okay. 47%. That's a lot. Uh, yeah. The most recent study on that same group said only 22% have even uh, have even planned for it for 2024. Okay. The rest of them just took it off the table. Yeah. And here's why, right? It's easy to say that, but we, we're working in the mortgage industry specifically and real estate. It's PPI, right? It's it's the most, um, you know, supposedly the most secure Fort Knox style network yeah. out there, and to allow this other technology that they haven't fully developed now. Taking a step back, there's a lot of folks that they queried that confuse machine learning with AI. Mm -hmm. So machine learning has existed all these years. Dude, it's, it's been 20, 30 years. I mean, you know, but you, it, you it's, get, it's becoming a thing now because yeah. of big data. Like, again, yeah, exactly. 23 years, there wasn't a lot of data. Now there's tons of data. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the algorithm has been around forever. But the mortgage industry has been unique where, you know, we don't we ask for more information than any other transaction. It's, it's unbelievable. Right? Yeah, it's uh, the only thing we don't ask for you is your unborn children's names and your DNA. Yeah, and uh, so you, you might have anywhere from about half a million data points out of every single application that comes through. Yeah. So mortgage industry, especially, has kind of dovetailed into trying to own their own data and visualize their own data and get data faster and, and segment and things like that. But AI, sure, AI can help. But come on, uh, you know, they haven't even mastered, most organizations haven't quite mastered machine learning piece. Now, Correct. the flip side of it, AI in the marketing process. Now, you know, there are some big companies like Rocket, right, that are now doing the AI robocalls, yeah. right? Because um, they're consumer direct, so it really fits their model. But most mortgage companies like the one I work for, the IMB, uh, retail, you know, local uh, model, there's not really a place for it yet. I mean, there could be for the aid to help them 10x their business. Yeah. But the consumer facing will never get there in, in this model. Yeah. But yeah. they might get left behind and not just not exist either. So, yeah, that makes sense. Do you, do you I mean, in the last today is Wednesday. Have you used ChatGPT this week? I use ChatGPT probably right before this call. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I have it on my phone. It's just like. It's, it's, it, I mean, I'm showing people what, I mean, I, I have it writing SQL queries for me now. Yeah. Um, it just, you, you don't think it could do it. And I try it and I was like, oh shit, mm -hmm. it works. And now it's kind of part of my process, but I still, I, I've met a few people that are like, oh yeah, I'm scared. It's going to kill me. I'm like, all right. I mean, you, you could think that way, but also, I mean, eating McDonald's two times a week yeah. will kill you too. So it's like, I, I haven't seen that happen. Um, well, I haven't seen have, no one stop doing that. But we have marketers that are truly afraid of losing their jobs. Yes, yes, and, I've and, seen, and, yeah, that's and, yeah. and totally valid, yeah. right? But we wrote an article at Good Marketing Magazine at goodmarketingmag.com, short plug, um, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago uh, about 
you know, are robots really going to take your job? And if they are, then you better be prepared to be better than that robot. Right. Um, you know, so if it's like video editing, there still has to be a human element in things. Mm -hmm. Uh, so you better be ready to be promoted to the video manager (laughs) to to manage that, that component. So. If you again, if you see, I mean, again, I've I've met two people, two types of people in the world. If you see yeah. something coming, get in front of it. Like, don't don't wait till the last second. Like, I, I had some friends back in the day. They're like, they knew layoffs are coming. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm gonna wait this mm-hmm. out, wait this out, wait this out. I'm like, just start updating your resume, start having those conversations, and get in front of it. Um, yeah. I, I I know it's difficult, but um, cool. Um, one question for you. So again, this is funny. This is this isn't your first startup. You've done this for a while now. What is something that has been like a, a, a big, a pleasant shock to you? Like especially a good marketing. So you started this a few months ago. Has something come something good come out of it that you weren't expecting? Yeah, you know, I, I think this this I would say this is this holds true for almost all CEO founders of of of, co- of you know startups is the biggest surprise, which shouldn't be a surprise if you're a good person, uh, is the value of relationships throughout your career and being able to call on those, those favors yep. and those, those, it's, it's beyond like the, the, it's beyond measure of how, how incredible of a feeling it is to sh- see the support, right? Yeah. And, uh, or hey, you know, I need, uh, an advice. You have been that person for me in, in times. Um, I have several folks that I'll reach out to that I've met throughout my career. I've just known. And, and if you're a good leader, right, people will work for you. People will yeah. pull the, burn the midnight oil, getting things done. My designer, you mentioned the logo, my designer, he's absolutely incredible. He, he works a full time job. He recently did some work for Disney, okay. right, on the side. I and mean, that's, caliber of quality this guy yeah. produces There's, yeah disney um, apple they're probably really yeah, high up there. yeah and and he's out here doing our stuff and like i get a message on monday.com in the middle of the night saying hey here, here's all these new branding assets for for the podcast or, or for whatever it is yeah and so but when you have people in your corner like that it makes it easier and it should come to no surprise but again when things come to fruition uh and makes it look easy and, yeah. and, and painless, which we know it's not. Um, but when it, when it feels that way, it's because you have these people that you've surrounded yourself by. And again, it is surprising because, you know, we, we oftentimes, I'm not an introvert whatsoever, as you know, but, um, it comes to surprises me that there are, are other people with like-minded, uh, ambition. And, 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 you know, loyalty and just all of those pieces. So yeah. that's my big surprise. Yeah. That, that sounds good. Uh, well, one last question. And I'll let you go. Sure. Who's the most famous person you've hung out with? Like the most oh famous. My God. Recently? Last couple of years. Yeah. Well, three weeks ago, I, I got to be on the stage with, uh, John Elway. Oh, nice. Uh, okay. you know, helicopter quarterback, uh, only second to Tom Brady, probably. Yeah. Uh, but there was a list of Grant Cardone and Manny Koshman. But years ago in the nightclub industry, I might as well say this one. I did, um, the promotion, uh, party promotion, uh, for Justin Timberlake. Okay. Uh, and he had a, he had the Rasta, uh, Rasta clothing line. Okay. So was, was, this, was, this a, was this after he went solo 
or is it yeah, within uh, second? Right in between. It was like a okay. between stage. Okay. Uh, but Britney Spears, I've got, you know, Lady Gaga, but then like oh, wow. Tom, Tommy Lee, Pamela Anderson, all the Kardashians. So, but I wouldn't say I know them, any one of them on a personal you can't, level. You can't, you can't call them, can you? You can't send yeah, them a text, okay? <laughs> but I can call, you know, between you and I, like some of the ones I just recently met. Okay, okay. Because that's a different career path of me yeah, today, yeah. right? And it's more of a professional level. Um, so, yeah, exchanging texts with some, some you know. Nice. Pseudo, you know, yeah. So it's been fun. But, you know, that one most recent thing was more of a motivational mindset event okay. that we had for kind. And uh, the guy that I work for has uh, is comes very well connected. So okay. a lot of good, a lot of good friends, a lot of and a great leader. Yeah. Nice, nice, cool. Thanks for your time, Chris. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll use your your, your name. Um, cool. Yeah, thanks for this. You're welcome. Team Fortnite all the way. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thanks. Guys.